Welcome to Transformational Voices. This podcast series brings you wisdom, learning and insights from the Association of Transformational Leaders, a heart-based community of those who spend their lives contributing to a more awakened world. Welcome and thank you for being here. I'm Sandra Laura Manuela Dikin and my guest today is a German lady, a transformational leader who sees it as her mission to bring peace and love in companies. Annette Dernig is passionate about bringing more peace to this world and especially to companies. And she's built up experience in different companies and discovered there still is a lot of work to do concerning peaceful and productive communication on the work floor. She loves being a speaker, inspiring companies and leaders to bring more love and peace into their companies to the benefit of all. And she's an active member of the German Speakers Association and, of course, of our ATL Europe. Annette Dernick, welcome. Welcome to Transformational Voices. Thank you very much, Sandra, for your warm welcome. I'm very much looking forward to our conversation. And um, yes, I'm very happy with the introduction. That's exactly what I'm looking forward to and what I'm what I want to do. Me too, Annette. Um, you live in Germany and you're a world transformational leader and you want to bring more love and peace in companies. Now, this is a huge mission. Let's start with why. Why do you want this? Why are you driven by this? To be honest, it was really that I kind of received this, maybe I can call it um, like an order. So it was it, it was really, it, it came really overnight. So I kind of received this sentence, love and peace in companies. And then I thought, okay. And, um, but on the other hand, I think if I look at my life in hindsight, I would say that I always wanted to live in a peaceful way. And so as to my why is um, only some years ago, during kind of a pause that I had, I learned that my parents both had, let's say, severe um, things that they experienced um, during wartime. Or, and, and this influenced their life. And I would have never imagined in which um, aspect this would also influence my life. And so to get kind of the full message that was now about three years ago. So that's not that long. And, uh, but I kind of have felt it every, um, during my whole life. And um, so after this, um, let's say, pause that I had, or now that I'm starting again, um, I feel much more not um, obliged isn't the right word, but I really want to bring peace to this world. And um, while working in different companies, I experienced that if people work together in a more peaceful and appreciative way, then everybody will benefit 
And so that's my why. And that's also the reason why I want to, to, be, to bring it to companies. Because in my opinion, uh, many people are kind of pointing to somewhere else and to somebody else and far, far away where there's really war. But what, what's going on in, in some companies? In my opinion, we have, let's say, small wars, so maybe conflicts. And for me, many conflicts are kind of the first step in direction of um, a war. And so when people are feel uh, mobbed and um, not treated very well, in my opinion, that's also, let's say, um, a, a, a kind of war, not, not really a war. But I think we all know also the wars that are going on between companies when they are kind of fighting for market shares. And um, I think this um, is not good for all of us. And I think we all will benefit from a more peaceful atmosphere in companies. Absolutely. Now let's take it back to where you said just before you received your mission and you said like I was struggling in my own life because I didn't realize that there was so much impact from the past, from the war. In what way, if you would have looked at your life then or you look at your life now, what shifted? What was the struggle then and what shifted? How is your life now? So I think that I struggled with um, something that, in my opinion, many people struggle with. And um, that was kind of the topic that I'm not good enough. And as I had the impression that I was never good enough, I was kind of, yeah, also kind of fighting um, as well um, against many things in, in, in my life. And so, for example, my, my mother always said, life is just a fight. Wow. I, nowadays, um, I would say it's more, let's say, like, like a game, but not in, in the sense of gambling, but something that should be nice and joyful. And to answer your question fully, so what has changed is that I'm not so much struggling any longer. I have realized that peace starts inside of me. And um, I know that in a podcast, people can't see me, but I always say that everything starts here. And now I'm um, pointing to the, to the tip of my nose. And so everything that I can influence is me and my insight. And that's for me, um, let's say the greatest, maybe I can call it awakening, and I really would love to support other people that they don't have to look on the outside, but that they always can choose their thoughts, their behavior, their attitude. And it's not that somebody else does something to me, but it's my perception of the world. Beautiful. And now, I discovered in my own life that, like you say, so, Annette, we carry sometimes deeper beliefs from our ancestors from our mothers, and to shift that belief, for me, it felt in the beginning being very disloyal. It's like I first had to sort of know that I wasn't going to be disloyal to my parents and still live my own life with my beliefs that empowered me. How was that for you? Um. I, it's a good question because I, when hearing your question, I realized that I've never felt being disloyal to my parents. 
I really have the impression that um, my parents didn't know it better. I'm really convinced that my parents always did the best that they knew. And as you already said, it's um, that they have been influenced by their parents and so on. And so, for example, if you have, um, I, I'll just call it um, kind of a, um, a fighting culture in your family and um, it's with words and what, you know, other things. And I think that's kind of being transferred from generation to generation. So normally parents do it as a, as they have learned it from their parents. And I have the impression that today we are living um, in a world, and I'm very grateful for this, where it is not only allowed to kind of reflect these old patterns, but many people are reflect, reflecting these patterns. And I think that... Um, I'm in a very good position that I can reflect these things now. And so I would say that um, it's more that I feel I, um, I, um, um, I'm kind of, sorry, isn't the right word. I, I feel compassion for my parents um, that they didn't have the possibility, the chance, the opportunity to work on these topics and so maybe that's also um, part of my why, that as I now know that it's possible to change it, then I want to support everybody who wants to be supported to really change it. That is so beautiful. And as I hear you, it's really stepping out of that survival modus that our ancestors lived in and so prove of in the outside world, of course, because that's how it works. Now, I'm still curious why businesses, why companies? Oh, I've been studying business administration many years ago. And um, when I had finished school, I was really thinking about what to do. So I'd been thinking about um, becoming a kind of a, a lawyer, or at least studying um, jurisprudence. Um, and I was also always interested in languages. And then I thought, oh, business administration um, is much better together with languages. And um, so I've been working in, in, in several companies and during my studies, I've been working on trade fairs as a translator for many companies, for many international companies. And I really realized there that um, at the end of the day, I was all happy because I had a terrific day and everything went well. Or when there was too much struggle or fight, then, then I came back and I was kind of, um, yeah, being sad and um, also a bit of angry. And so um, during the first years of um, the, the, the marriage with the father of my children, um, when we came home, each of us was kind of um, for 15, 30 minutes um, talking about everything that had not gone well in the company. And um, today, I would say that we didn't produce good vibes, um, but we, we did it because we thought it was kind of normal. And so that's how I realized that um, the, the atmosphere in company, it can be really different. And um, if we look for another example, if um, team players, let's say in the sports field, if they have a good atmosphere, then they are really successful. And so I'm convinced, and it, it's the same with, with every orchestra. If they really are kind of attuned to each other, then the performance is great and everybody wants to listen. And in my opinion, it's the same with companies. 
So struggle and fighting only leads to unsatisfied customers, to unsatisfied employees. And if I come home and tell the people um, what a bad company it is I'm working in, then I'm not attracting other employees. But if I really tell all my friends, oh, this company, that's great. And look at the, the work conditions that we have, then I attract new employees automatically and at least in germany uh, nowadays we have um, kind of the problem that companies really have difficulties in finding new employees um and so companies can really change let's say their way of thinking feeling um, especially treating their employees um, they can change this for for the better and for the benefit of everybody being involved with the company, not only the employees but also um, uh, the the customers and um, the distributors and yes, everybody who's kind of working with that company. What could companies already start doing to make it more um, enjoyable to work yes. and for the Yes, um, productivity will will, will rise um, uh, together with this. Um, so I've been working a lot with um, teams. So I'm um, a coach and supervisor, and I'm also a freelancer for for many years. And so what I've learned with these teams, they kind of sometimes they really struggle because, um, let's say, the CEO or the leader of the company. Um, has different opinion than they have. So he or she wants the leader of the company, wants the team to have a great performance. But on the other hand, this leading person in the company doesn't support the team. So what I want to do now is I want to work together with um, company leaders because I know that everything really starts within myself. So what I do is um, talk to the, the, the company leaders and um, talk about their attitude and maybe um, what they have learned um, when they were young and to encourage them to change these beliefs that they have. And so it's, I would say it's important to start with the, let's say, inner work. And it's not only insight. The insight is to be more peaceful and satisfied and loving with myself. Because when I love myself, I am much more patient with um, my employees, my co-workers, the other leaders in the company. And um, another step is um, to change my the way of, of communication. So, for example... Um, I don't have the, the exact translation, but um, in, in German, we have something, if, if I translate it word by word, I would call it a you message. So I'll just take you as an example, if you um, agree. And um, I can say, you didn't send me an email. And maybe you feel a little bit, um, oh, what, what's happening now? But when I say instead, I didn't receive an email from you, for, from you, then I hope that you don't feel any blame that I put on you. And so it's really um, consisting of different elements. And there's much more in the way of communication that can be done. And um, it's always, I would say, it can also be easy to start with a way of communicating because very often things um, kind of um, influence each other. So when I'm working with my inner self, my communication is different. When I communicate 
um, differently, then my, my inner perception changes. And it also has to do with the body language. Am I really kind of um, um, trying to be, let's say, the strong person who is really capable um, and I think you can already hear it from our voice. And now you also saw it when while, while we see each other um, talking now. And if I'm like this, then it's possible that um, the others are intimidated. So mm -hmm. I can be strong. And I hope that I can deliver this with my voice now, voice now. I can be strong without being dominant. And when I'm strong without being dominant, then I'm understanding how others react and then I'm also a role model for the others to kind of leave behind their self-doubts and then I as a leader can encourage them to be kind of as satisfied as I am as a leader because um, in my opinion it's so important that every leader as well as parents we are role models and when I'm not satisfied with myself How can I be satisfied with my employees? And when I'm looking for satisfaction outside of me, then I will always be dependent on how satisfied the other people are. But when I start to be satisfied with me, how I am, with everything that I'm not very fond of, but that's part of me as well. But if I'm satisfied with me, then I can be much more satisfied with others. And I'm still curious, Annette, if you go to an, a company, a business, and you say love and peace in companies, aren't people reacting skeptical? I know, for example, my husband who is in that world would. So what is the reaction? What is the response? Oh, yes. Yeah. Sometimes when um, I talk about love and peace in companies, people think, um, and I have to say, in my experience, it's mostly men in, in my age. So at the end of 50s, um, beginning of 60s, they think more like um, spending um, the lunch break together. Um, and uh, I don't know the English word now, but it was um, where Harry Potter was lived. It was a small room in the company. Um, being together, two people just in a small where you, where you put all the, um, the 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 cleaning equipment. So men are thinking more of spending um, the lunch break together, a man and a woman in this kind of um, small room. Just... In a romantic way, in a romantic way. Is yes. that what they think? Yes. Okay, okay. So, and um, yeah. so they think it's more about kind of um, bringing romantic love to companies. And um, when I talk about love, It's really about, let's say, um, the this genuine love for for each and everybody, and it's not only the love for a person, but it's the love for nature, the love for life. Um, yeah, many things that we we love, but it it has nothing to do with um, yeah. Spend I love this. I love this, Annette, because it shows how much your work is needed in the world. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Just to end, because I could talk for hours with you, because it's such a huge mission that is needed in the world. One more practical tool that we can already start using as a manager in a company, as a businessman, businesswoman, what can we already do that would make and bring more love and peace in companies? Yeah, 
I would like to um, talk about two things. So the first one is, um, it's a quote of Steve Covey. Maybe you know him, the Savits of um, Highly um, Effective People. And um, he always said, seek first to understand, then to be understood. So in my opinion, it's already a great step to listen and to really listen and not listening and already being um, in the mode to kind of prepare my answer, but to really um, get a feeling what the other person wants to tell me and to get it not only with my mind, but also with my heart. And the other thing is, um, it really relates a little bit to this, to treat other people as I want to be treated. Mm. Because when I want to be treated, let's say, by my boss or by, by, by maybe the company owners, maybe I'm just um, a CEO and somebody else um, owns the company, then I want to be treated in a, in, a, in a special way. And especially as a leader, I can really show all the employees my appreciation and can treat them as I want to be treated as leaders. And that's the reason why I would love to start with um, the leaders of a company, because they really, they they can make a bigger difference. Everybody can make a difference, but the leaders, in my opinion, can make a bigger difference in being a role model. But it doesn't have to be um, that I always have to start with the leaders, but I think the impact is much bigger than, uh, when I uh, work with um, leaders. Absolutely. It is so needed, Annette. I appreciate this talk so much. Where can we find you? Yeah, so there's my um, website. It's www and then my last name, D-E-R-N-I-C-K dot E-U, like Europe. And I think it will be shown also in the show notes. Absolutely. And, um, you can also find me on LinkedIn, Annette Danik. And um, there is only one with this name. So you can always reach out to me and connect with me. And um, via these channels, you can contact me and then we can have um, a first talk and um, just see what I can do, let's say, for, for you or for the, per for, for the person who is interested. Um, so what, what I can do, sometimes it's um, a small hint as I've just um, told it yeah now sometimes it's better to have um, a longer talk and just reach out to me and um, we'll find a way to bring more peace to the world because I'm convinced if we have more peace in companies then we will also have more peace in the world and therefore I see it as work not only for companies but for all of, for all of us to live in a more peaceful surrounding and world. And more peaceful with Mother Nature. That's what I'm feeling here. Annette Dernick, thank you so much. And good luck with your beautiful mission. Thank you very much, Sandra. And um, yes, what you just said with Mother Nature, for me, there's a combination between um, my attitude. And so, yes, all the work we do, um, they the, the whole earth should benefit from them. Thank you very, very much, Sandra. It was such a pleasure for me to talk to you. Thank you. Same, same. Thank you for listening to Transformational Voices. If you feel anyone can benefit from our podcast series, please share them with the world.